things that you cultivate on a day-to-day basis and sometimes on a moment-to-moment basis are going to build up that momentum and be able to help you to stabilize what you are trying to create here. Because with our frequency, we want to be able to stabilize that so that it becomes our new normal. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence, for spending your quality time and your energy here with me. It means the world to me, and I just want to let you know just how much I appreciate it. So thank you. Now, today's topic actually comes from a question that was asked on Facebook. And if you have questions that you want me to answer in an episode, I want to invite you over to Instagram or Facebook stories where I post a little post that says you can ask your questions here and I will consider answering them in an upcoming podcast episode. So if you're not yet following me on Facebook or Instagram, this is your invitation to participate in this Q&A type of thing. This is a trial. I'm going to see how it goes. And if you guys like this, I will continue to answer your questions in this way. So today's question comes from Facebook, and it says, at times... I feel low frequency inside of me. How do I raise my frequency during this time? Much love. First, I want to say thank you so much for this question. This is a really, really great question. And a lot of people are probably wondering the same thing. So I appreciate you taking your time to ask this. Now, in order to raise our frequency and move from a place of a low frequency to a higher state within ourselves actually starts by being able to pinpoint what is causing the low frequency in the first place. A lot of time, actually majority of the time, this comes from fear and suffering to some degree. So my biggest tip to you before we get into some other things that you can do is to get really clear on what is causing this low frequency in the first place. So it may take some time to figure this out. It may take some time for it to open up to you, but the more gentle you can be with yourself, the more it's going to begin to show you where this suffering or this pain is coming from that's keeping you in this lower state of being. And I also want to point out that a low frequency is not necessarily a bad thing. So it's not like you have to judge yourself if this is something that you're dealing with. If you have been criticizing yourself for not being able to raise your frequency or to maintain your frequency, I want to let you know that it's really actually normal to dip down into these lower states of being at times because through our suffering, it's kind of like a portal into our gifts and into our purpose. So that kind of comes out of this as well. But I do understand your concern here, especially if you've been dealing with a low frequency for a while 
and it's not lifting, that can become really frustrating and can lead to a downward spiral into depression or anxiety and overwhelm and feeling just generally hopeless and not really knowing where to go. So we don't want to let that get to that point. And luckily, there's a ton of different things that you can do to raise your frequency. And a lot of these things you can do starting today. And I'm going to get into those here in a little bit. But I just wanted to normalize this a little bit so that there's no shame really around having a low frequency at times. Because I do know that in the spiritual community, it can be really looked at by some spiritual teachers as a bad thing and that you should never be feeling these lower vibrations and that it's not normal to. And that's just not true. So first embrace that by accepting that you are experiencing this. That's probably one of the most important things you can do is to accept where you are right now because in order to shift that vibration, it's going to require you to at least acknowledge it and to stop pushing against it or having this desire to escape where you are right now. I believe that's what creates a lot of resistance and that actually is the exact thing that keeps us in these lower frequency bands is the desire to escape where we are. Uh, with that being said, there are external and internal things that you can do to raise your vibration and both are really, really effective. It's really important though to remember that anything that's done on the outside and in these suggestions that I'm going to give you that are more external are just tools and it's real important to be able to cultivate a form of sovereignty inside of yourself so that you are able to raise your frequency without relying on a tool outside of you to help you do that. With that being said, though, they are really great crutches, for the lack of a better term, to get you into the momentum of raising your frequency. But just realize that it does have to become stabilized within you and that you have the power to do this. So anything outside of you is not necessarily something that you have to have because you have the power to create your inner state without anything outside of you. So what this really boils down to is lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle. What you do on a daily basis matters. And when it comes to raising our frequency, there are things we can do in short periods of time that are going to send our frequency up. But then we also have to remember that what goes up must come down. So throughout your lifestyle and the things that you cultivate on a day-to-day -day basis and sometimes on a moment-to-moment -moment basis are going to build up that momentum and be able to help you to stabilize what you are trying to create here. Because with our frequency, we want to be able to stabilize that so that it becomes our new normal instead of having these high peaks and low valleys. We want to be able to kind of stabilize that a little bit more and to have more control and self-governance around those peaks and valleys so that we can be stable in our core stability so that the things on the external world do not determine your ability to self-regulate. 
So the absolute quickest way to raise your frequency is always going to be through the heart and mind in balance. We hear a lot about the heart frequency, and yes, that is super important. The heart is magnetic in nature, and then the mind is electric. But we have to remember that our frequency depends on two different poles, and that can be looked at as the mind being electrical. You need to have the electrical part portion of this in order for your frequency to stabilize. And then we have to also have the magnetics of the heart. And we want coherence between the mind and the heart so that the mind serves the heart. So the mind has an idea, but it's the heart that draws these ideas into manifestation and creation. But how exactly do we do this? Well, I have another episode on coherence, and I highly recommend that you listen to that as well. But we can master this through our daily activities, such as things like listening to binarial beats. Binarial beats are a very effective tool that helps to balance your brain waves and creates that coherence that we're looking for. So 528 hertz is a really great place to start with opening the heart and regenerating anything inside of you that might be um, attached to those lower frequencies that have a hold on you. That's a really great tool that you can use outside of yourself to help you regulate your frequency and to raise your vibration to a higher level. The most common place that you can find these binarial beats are on YouTube is a really great place for that. You just type in binarial beats and type in maybe 528HZ and then it should pop up a few things and it's important for you to test a couple out and make sure that whichever one that you're listening to feels good to listen to because the last thing you want to do is just listen to something just because I said so, you know, so Go and test it out for yourself and see how this works for you. Each person is going to be different. Another way that you can raise your vibration is through music and dancing. Music is a really powerful way to raise your vibration, but you want to make sure that the music that you're listening to is coming from a higher place as well, because there's a lot of music out there that's created with lower frequencies from the creator of that music in the first place. And we see a lot of that in mainstream. But luckily, you can go to SoundCloud or YouTube, and there's a lot of people who upload their music on there. And it's coming from a really high vibe place. And you can just tell. You can tell when you tune in. So tune into your inner being when you're listening to music and make sure that it makes you feel good. It makes you feel expansive. Otherwise, it can be causing more harm than good, just like anything in this world, really. Dancing is also a really great way to raise your vibration because what it does is it moves your body, which moves your energy around. So if you have any blocks and stuff like that, dancing is a great way to use your physical body to remove some of these blocks so that you can have that coherence that I was talking about in the beginning here. And another great thing that it does is it opens you up to playfulness. It helps you to break away from rigidity and seriousness and allows your heart to open up because you become childlike again. And when you become that curious child who's just innocently just in the moment and enjoying themselves without 
worrying about the future without worrying about the past. Singing also goes hand in hand with dancing. So if you love a certain song, open your throat chakra because a lot of imbalances in our vibration comes from not being able to express ourselves. So when you can express yourself, especially from that childlike playfulness and curiosity and innocence, that can also be expressed through using your voice, then that's really a great way to raise your vibration as well. So basically anything that's creative that comes from that place of playfulness and creativity is a great way to work on raising your vibration. Now, these, again, are things that you can do external from yourself. These are things that you are using outside of yourself to help you raise your vibration, but they're very, very powerful, and they are very nice tools to have. So if you like to paint or you like to draw or you like to color or maybe you like to just doodle, I highly recommend that you find what it is that you like to do and do something creative. Being creative is one of the quickest ways that you can raise your vibration. And so that's kind of why when people get into being of service and they share their creativity to other people as a contribution to humanity, then those people are the ones that you really see thriving. Because when we give and we use our creativity to add contribution then we feel so much better about ourselves, and we feel better about our lives in general. And feeling good about your life just naturally raises your vibration. So that's why finding what you can do in your day-to-day activities and really embodying this into your incorporating this into a lifestyle is going to be your best bet instead of just throwing stuff at the wall, hoping that things will stick. So some other things that you can do is to spend a lot of time in nature and putting your bare feet on the ground is going to help you a lot too because what happens is we accumulate so much energy inside of us throughout the day that a lot of the time, well, we wear shoes most of the time, most of us do. And when we do that, we don't actually have a ground for all that energy. Just like if you were to hook up speakers with an amplifier, you would have to have a ground for that in order for... The, the amplifier not to fry, right? Well, it's the same thing for our bodies and our systems. In order for us not to fry our systems, for lack of a better word, being able to ground really helps pull out a lot of that energy that's unneeded and unnecessary because we accumulate a lot of energy throughout the day if we're not properly grounded and letting that go. So by doing that, you raise your vibration because you let go of what's no longer serving you, all that stuff that's heavy and weighing you down, And by doing so, that actually makes you feel lighter in your body. And the results from this is almost instantaneous. It's absolutely amazing. So if you can go outside and put your feet on the ground, highly recommend that. But there's also other ways that we can ground, which I think I haven't used it personally, but I've read a lot of reviews and people talk about this. You can go and buy these mats that plug into the ground of your outlet in your house and If that is something that's available to you, then while you're sleeping, you remain grounded and you get better sleep, which is highly important when you want to have a high frequency is to be well rested so that you can use the energy that you have towards creating the state that you want to be in. With that being said, it kind of brings me to the next point, which is 
through your diet and what you eat is really, really going to help you raise your vibration or lower it. So if you're eating a lot of processed foods, for example, they don't carry high levels of energy in them. So if you eat foods that are processed and they don't have energy to give you, they actually take away your energy, which is going to ultimately lower your vibration in the long run and cause all sorts of other things that you likely don't want to have to deal with. So by eating high vibrational foods, preferably whole foods, plant-based foods that comes from the earth that has been infused with the sun's energy and the sun's rays are going to help you raise your vibration. Also, there's certain foods that you can correlate with each one of your chakras and your body system. So blue foods work on your throat chakra, red foods work on your root chakra, orange foods work on your sacral, yellow foods work on your solar plexus, and anything that's like purple works on your crown chakra and third eye. So you might take that into consideration too, or maybe do a detox if that's available to you. But really, it's up to you to walk up to this platter of tools that I'm giving you. It's like walking into a buffet and having all these different options on what you can put on your plate. So pick out what works for you and take that. These are just some suggestions that I know have helped me and have helped me to raise my frequency. And then what I'm going to share with you here in a little bit is how I stabilize that frequency, which is just as equally important as raising the frequency is to stabilize it, right? So we're going to get into that here when we talk about working on the inner planes, what you can do inside of yourself so that, again, you're not necessarily just relying on something outside of you, but you really embody that sovereignty that you can cultivate your own sense of raising your frequency without needing something or someone outside of you, which is extremely empowering and can really improve your life and your overall happiness and fulfillment within. So let's get into some of those inner things that you can work on because a lot of the time our inner world gets neglected while we focus so much on what is outside of us because it's just in our nature. We've been trained that the outside world is where we look for answers. So let's get back to the basics. What's causing the frequency drop in the first place? What inside of you can you pinpoint that's causing this to happen? And usually this is a fear. There's some kind of pain, emotional turbulence, maybe just generalized anxiety. It doesn't, it's not really necessary to know exactly what it is, but just to have a little bit of an idea will take you a long ways. Because the thing is, you have to be able to face that fear. You have to be able to feel that emotion. And that is really how we raise our vibration from the inside out is through. So we can't sidestep it and we can't brush it under the rug because Everything that's coming up inside of us, especially when it's triggered from something external, is brought to us divinely through our dharma. Our dharma is basically our destiny. It's the divine plan for our life. And how we respond to that plan determines our frequency and our state of being, our overall happiness and ability to transmute any shadow that's inside, that's ready to be transmuted. Because remember when I said that through your suffering and through your pain comes your gifts and your purpose so that you can make a contribution and that right there also raises your vibration? Well, this is exactly that. Whatever the divine is bringing into your life right now is just asking for you to take a look at it, a really deep look at it, being super honest with yourself 
and gentle with yourself and kind of being that curious child again where you're like, hmm, I wonder what this has to teach me today. I wonder what the lesson is behind this fear and invite that fear in and ask that fear what it's here to teach you. The more that you can do that and sit with that fear, the less of a grip it's going to have on you and the more that you release the resistance around it, which unblocks energy and allows your vibration to rise. So what we're doing here is we are raising our vibration while we are also invoking a higher frequency into our bodies, into the material world. And by doing this, we can open up our heart chakra because the more gentle that you are with yourself, with your suffering and your pain and the emotional turbulence that you're going through, the more that your heart starts to trust the process. And by trusting this process, your heart blooms open and it, and it can take in more of what you want to experience in this lifetime. A lot of our suffering and a lot of our low frequency vibrations come from the shadow ruling our life, which is always based around fear. And that causes our hearts to close down. But in order for us to raise our vibration into the 5D world, then it requires us to have an open heart. So we're moving into that. But again, it's an open heart with a clear mind because the mind is kind of like the masculine and then the heart is the feminine side. So we want to have that balance. But we have an overdrive on the mind is overactive and then the heart is really shut down. So by paying attention to the heart and opening that heart chakra is going to help you raise your vibration. One easy tip that you can do to just feel into the heart because I know that when the heart's closed down, it's like there's walls in front of it that won't even let you feel feelings. So, and I'm not saying that this is you necessarily. I'm saying for anybody in general. I'm just saying that it has the capacity to be able to shut down so far that there's walls that go up to the point where we become numb to what's going on around us and desensitized. And in order to open that heart chakra, it has to be a gentle process. So one thing that you could do is just start understanding what your heart chakra feels like. And the way that you do that is just to put your attention on where your heart chakra is. And sometimes placing your hand over your heart chakra can help cultivate that energy inside that you may not have felt for a very long time. So just start feeling into that. Just place your hand over your heart and clear your mind and just feel what your heart feels. Just feel the sensations that come up with the attention on that area. And as that heart begins to open, then you'll be able to feel into that suffering. You're going to be able to get answers to the suffering and what it's trying to tell you. Because when you listen deeply to the lesson that's being given to you, it always comes through the heart. You're going to notice this. this is also what people call the seed of the soul. So when you listen to your heart, you're listening to your soul. And by doing this, you're raising your frequency. And one of the hacks, I guess you could say, that I like to use comes from the teaching of the gene keys, actually. So pause, pivot, merge. This is the way of contemplation. So you want to invoke contemplation into your life as well as meditation, but contemplation really because it is something that you use throughout your day. The more that you can take pauses and connect with your heart space and see where you're sitting, the more you can pivot your emotions to 
a higher frequency emotion. So love or gratitude or even neutrality is good for somebody if they are really down in the shadows, depending on where you're at, just pausing, seeing where you are, and then pivoting to something that isn't a huge jump, but just something that might be a step up from where you are. So if you're feeling angry, maybe you'll just feel a little frustrated. Or if you're feeling annoyed, maybe you'll feel just a little bit of acceptance and neutrality. And that's how you do it. You just climb up the the ladder little by little based on where you're at and your heart starts to open up. And that is when you can merge. And merging happens when you take your feeling that you're feeling and you bring it and pull it deeply inside your body, which then allows you to take action and be the person that walks around with that high frequency, which of course will only bring you more of that. So that is the tip I have there. But really, this really comes down to being able to dig into the suffering and the shadows and the pain and not spiritually bypassing. So if you do have suffering come up or pain come up, the last thing you want to do is just go and turn on music and start dancing because that right there can actually cause you to ignore the problem and going to an external means to dealing with that. So again, it's really tricky and it's a really fine line, but tuning in, you'll be able to know if you're truly dancing from a place of joy or if you are trying to escape something. So it's really subtle, but you can read energy because everybody can, and it just takes a little bit of practice. And from there, you'll be able to make decisions that are aligned for you. Now, if it still seems a little bit muddy for you, or you're not quite sure where to start, then this is where the gene keys can be really, really helpful for you. Because they are like a map that kind of gives you guideposts to focus on so that you can begin to open your heart and raise your frequency. That's what the whole Gene Keys is really based around is for you to be able to raise your vibration and embody your higher purpose. And so by understanding your chart and your Gene Keys and being able to look at the guideposts that are there for you, you can find those shadows and then be able to transmute them because you know what you're looking for. Otherwise, a lot of the time we're just navigating life kind of with a blindfold on and the Gene Keys have been really profound in taking that blindfold off and being like, oh, this is where I focus. And then you can start to open your heart in that way. So a couple things you can do there is you could get a Gene Key reading and then work on it yourself and read up on all the things. Or you can actually work with somebody one-on-one to help you navigate your gene key chart and to open your heart in that way. So really there's a ton of different things you can do, but if you're interested in the gene key reading or in working with somebody on your personal gene keys, I help people do that. So reach out to me at Cody at CodyAnnSmith.com, message me on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you're looking for so that I can help you. I'm sure there are many, many other ways that you can raise your frequency countless ways actually but these are the things that really have helped me so this is something that I can personally speak from so I hope this resonates with you and I hope this helps you I really appreciate your question and if you have any other questions you guys make sure to again follow me on Facebook and Instagram on my stories so that when I put the post up you can reply to it and let me know what your question is so I can answer it here on this podcast have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll talk to you on the next one